Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. This meeting of the Movie Council is now in session. Hello, movie fans, and welcome back to the Movie Council podcast. My my name is Tim Sherry. I am your host. I'm also the CEO of this wonderful podcast. Your boys are back after a break for Turkey Day. We're getting back after it tonight. We're going to be reviewing two brand new movies. And if you clicked on this episode, you probably already know what those two movies are. We're going to get to those in just a few minutes. we got a few other things to do. we got Marky's Got News. I'm... Based on our sound bites that we have, I'm probably going to mock everybody on here. Apparently, that's what I do. Apparently, that's all I do. Let's do a podcast. (laughs) Exactly. That's exactly what I do all the time. And before we get into all those fun festivities, shenanigans, the extravaganza of movies, if you will, let's introduce the players, your boys, your bros, our esteemed colleagues let's fire it up with my boy my bro my right hand man the coo of the movie council he's the reigning defending undisputed best movie guy on the planet and he's my big bro the hot shot banker mr andrew sherry what's going on buddy well um things have taken a turn at work um, i spent uh, the majority of this week in my new city in worcester massachusetts okay. here okay. And um, yeah, we're getting ready to open in uh, less than two, uh, about a week now. Right, about a week. By the time this podcast drops, it's finally happening. Week. Huh? It's happening in about a week. Hey, so, yo. and by the uh, way, I'll... go ahead. <laughs> I've been, I've been, you know, I know I shouldn't be spreading the word about the podcast to coworkers because you but... know of the shit we talk about around here. Yeah. But my assistant, mm, yeah, because you my... don't want to have to deal with. Uh... Don't try and get me canceled. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I I think I know what was about to happen there, but um, <laughs> I I talked to my uh, my new assistant manager. Her name is Jillian about the podcast, and she wa- she listened to one of them, um, and then she quit. No, 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 no. <laughs> she did not quit. She listened to the one where we reviewed the clone Tyrone. That was a mm. while ago. Yeah. But she just picked one randomly. She enjoyed it. She's a huge fan of uh, the Shawshank Redemption Fight Club. She's a she's got good movie taste. She quotes Dumb and Dumber. She quotes Dumb and Dumber all the time. My cousin Vinny, she's a fan of. Like she she's got a, a good catalog of uh, a film she's seen. And yeah, you know, hey, I think she we, we gotta get her to uh, to write into the podcast <laughs> at some. Yeah, hell yeah. We're always we always like guests on the show. She's okay. a sharp she's got a sharp wit. She's a good shit. And I think, okay. you know. Every now and again, it's okay to sprinkle a broad in here, you know, like just get a little get a woman's perspective on things. In fact, I was right. talking to you, I was talking to your girl Michaela the other day. She brought up maybe doing another debate night. She wants to host it. Oh, people boy. Are still people are always still jockeying to get on this show. I don't know why. Hey. It's a place to be, baby. It's a place to be. In any event, things are going well. Work's going well. Everything's good. We're getting Hey-o. ready. Happy for tonight. Ready yeah, to go. We're gonna do it. Speaking of speaking so, of people, uh, who are... actually, real quick. So uh, you know that is going to sound boring. I think this might be it. Hold on, real quick. <laughs> Man, 
You are one pathetic loser. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna need a lot. I'm gonna need a lot of that audio tonight, to be honest. Okay. I, want, I want a lot. I want this to be a soundbite heavy episode. Well, Jillian will appreciate that. She's a huge Dumb and Dumber fan. So. Well, I'm a fan of Jillian already. All right, that's great. Again, fight, fight, love, Shawshank. Those are two of my top three. So love bingo. That. Um, all right, DP. How are you, buddy? Oh, hello there. Hey, good good morning, bit. everyone. Hey, it up a little bit. I'm just kind of going at you. But, you know, yeah. just... Good morrow. Yeah. Yeah, I figure some people listening in the morning. So good morning, everyone. <laughs> yeah. How are you? DP, for those of you who don't know, DP is our editor, our producer, the hardest working man on this podcast. He goes by Daddy is the podcast Daddy. Movie Council's <laughs> Daddy. Me. More importantly, my daddy. Well, not really. <laughs> literally. Well, mm. yeah, maybe they're, they're creepy. <laughs> well, TP, how's uh, how's working for a living again? You, you feeling all right? You know what? Uh, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, right. you know, it, it, it's a weird uh, thing. So, it, like my last job, uh, it, you know, like I, I kind of I, I I liked the whole concept of it, but I didn't like going there every day. This is a job I actually don't mind going to every day. Like that's good. The the people I work with are all fucking cool. We like we, you know, we shoot the shit, we have fun. Like some days like today are just crazy busy and I'm just, you know, from the second I get there till the second I leave, I'm just working, working, working. But it's still all right. You know, it, it it's kind of a weird feeling. I'm not used to actually enjoying being at work, so um, but yeah, I'm having uh, having a good time at work. Uh, also, Daddy this week picked up his new car. Finally, I just got my wow. I got my new car the other day, and you know it's the same one, so it's well same make and model. I you know leased a uh, Hyundai Kona uh, a few years ago. I had the 2021. Now the 2024. Like in just three years, the like difference in fucking technology is insane. Uh, like my new car, I, when I'm driving, you know, like now I've got like the, you know, like digital speedometer and shit. My speedometer will tell me what the speed limit is yeah, on the too. road. I'm fucking driving on. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, yeah. Yeah, there's just so much cool stuff. I fucking love my new car. I've only been driving it a couple days now, but goddamn, do I love it! It's, yeah, yeah. I got a 2024 too now, DP that I just started leasing. Yes, I, mean, I saw that. Uh, they, yeah, we I went out for too. AJ's birthday. Yeah, same, uh, same type of shit. It's really, it's just it's it, crazy, it's really like, amazing. Yeah, so, so happy about that, DP. Things are going well. Yeah. Uh, okay, can I also just let the listeners know, like, if you have a new vehicle. And you want to let us know about it? Uh, hit us up. We're on social media. You can find us at Movie Council Pod on all the usual socials. Uh, you can send us an email to moviecouncilpod at gmail.com. And yeah, you know, wherever you listen to us, whether it's iTunes or Spotify or wherever, uh, make sure you subscribe. Make sure you rate and review the podcast. It helps us out. We appreciate it and would love it if you did it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if you send us, you know, I'm going to change it up a little bit. It's not just Marky this time. 
if you send us an email or a message, I personally will finger you with my penis. <laughs> I promise. I promise you. <laughs> Lube in the deals, baby. Anywho, <laughs> speaking of which, let's sway it even down to Charlotte. Just snuck that one in there, baby. <laughs> we got to talk to my boy, my bro, my 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 main my main man. I'm trying to think of new shit, but I'm just gonna my go. good time boy. Yeah, I'm just, no, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna roll with 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 the normal. He's the very handsome, the very toit, the very sexual, the smooth talking Southern gentleman, Mister Marky Bondurant. What's up, bud? Not much, man. I appreciate it. Um. Yeah, you know, I guess uh, I, I had forgotten that we took a break from Thanksgiving. We haven't talked to each other since Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Um, that was wild. Dinner was lovely. Mm. But, uh, you know, everyone apparently either brought a sick or has walked away from that thing sick. I somehow dodged it, but my kid got over a sickness right before we went to the family Thanksgiving, and then they came home with a new one. And oh. I'm hearing from like all my relatives that they're now too. Well, Marky, so didn't didn't Samantha and the girls both have all have COVID like right before? Yep, yep. And I probably did, you, did too. You dodged I that one too. <laughs> well, I I think I had it because I felt it didn't hit me nearly as hard, yeah. but I had uh, some of the same symptoms because I've I've tested positive for four times, yeah. and I know I've had it an additional like three times. So this might be like my eighth time with yeah. it yeah um Jesus. and maybe my body's just like used to it and it's like yeah, yeah you know whatever yeah you're like a fucking wasn't petri even... dish at this point <laughs> yeah dude but no it, you know it was a good time drank a lot of booze whiskey ate a lot of food a lot of boy. um a lot of boy yeah but uh everyone walked away sick so you know that's what happens a bunch of little kids it's not just my kids my uh my siblings have little kids and there's little cousins of theirs too so everyone came away sick which I uh I sat around watching football with AJ and CS. That was all right. Oh, and and Austy, she was there. She was hanging out. <laughs> our new like... our our new team, the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah they're doing great. It. Me and DP are it Cowboys was... fans now. <laughs> yeah, it was a um, one of the smaller <laughs> gatherings. I think I've been a part of for Thanksgiving. Yeah, but it was it five was, of us. It was, it was nice. Yeah, it was good. It was nice, good. Ate a lot. DP skipped out on we, it. I heard. We, yeah. we ate. We ate a lot. A lot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, that's good. what you do on Thanksgiving. You know, oh, there's no yeah. rules. I have to make up for people not being there because exactly. like, if, if you don't, then people will food the club alcohol. They're gonna deal with that shit. So like, you gotta stuff your face with three fucking plates. Oh, and <laughs> my, I uh... did. I think I I had probably like three helpings of stuffing. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. half oh, yeah. the plate. Yeah, yeah, was like stuffing. Her her <laughs> stuffing's legit. Right. So I was like, I was going off on that stuff. <laughs> my brother-in-law does a lot of barbecue, and he's got like a homemade barbecue rig. He's got several that he's bought, like big ones, like the trailer yeah. type that you tow behind your truck and shit. Then he'll enter in like barbecue events, like contests and stuff. Huh. So he's, he smoked a turkey and a duck, two turkeys mm. for our family. Mm. Um, and then one of my buddies hit, do you think uh, I smoked me a turkey? I'm like, yeah, I just reach out to him. So my brother-in-law shows up that day and he's got a cooler with like eight turkeys that he smoked. <laughs> And oh, random God. random people just started coming in and like picking up their turkeys, like friends and family that, <laughs> that weren't at our, our event that just like swung through and like, all right, thanks for the turkey. Like, Marky, was the that the dude? Neighborhoods. Was that the dude that was making the food at your wedding? Yes. Same guy. Yeah. That fucking whoa, my God. That tracks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that dude is talented. Well, was it? Jesus. What did we? What did we have the the wedding? We had pulled 
Was it pulled pork? Yeah, it was pork chicken. Yeah, yeah. was oh pulled, my god. Yeah, pulled pork and uh, smoked chicken and oh, a bunch of chicken yeah, wings. Right. Yeah, so those were those right. are smoked chicken wings. Um, yeah, but this yeah, so he smoked a duck this year for mm. Thanksgiving, duck which so was good, man. fucking oh. phenomenal. Smoked the duck, and then when it was done, and he, right before he served it, he hit it with a blowtorch on the outside. Whoa. So, the, so mm. the skin the skin turned into crackling. It was so oh. fucking good. Yeah, kind oh of locks God. in the juices. Oh. Yeah, yeah. He just yeah. did that. He just did that with the duck. With the oh. duck, yeah, just the duck. Oh my god, that's uh, fucking lovely. I, I've only had duck once, and I gotta say, I wasn't a huge fan. Mm. It didn't suck. I, I wasn't like upset that I ordered it. I've got some good right. duck. It was just like it was like all right, this is fine. It but, can be you know, very good yeah. if it's yeah. done right. It can I, be mediocre, you know, and I'm sure it can be done yeah. poorly. But, 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 but crackling's always good. Oh my god, yeah, it, it, was, it was like buttery the meat was buttery Ugh. just dissolve in your mouth <laughs> man with the crackling man. yeah man. i'm the... i'm also one of those people that loves turkey mm-hmm. uh, yeah. like people you know like i hear people say like oh thanksgiving is the only time you eat turkey well why is it so good i eat turkey every fucking chance i get like mm. there's a restaurant near me that serves turkey tips the butcher shop right. around here sells like these marinated turkey tips that I buy all the time and grill them up. Like I fucking love turkey. It's one of my favorite things. And if it didn't take all day to fucking cook, I'd probably eat it more often. Mm. But yeah, like yeah. cooking a turkey is a goddamn process, you yeah. know. I feel like besides Thanksgiving turkey, the turkey tips, if you can find them, are I've never oh, had that. Amazing. One of the best, way, oh. one of the best ways to have turkey. Mm-hmm. You just got to be careful of overcooking 100%. them. They can go dry. Right. Yes. So, I mean, oh, I, yeah, they can. I buy I buy ground turkey every week, and I make yeah. I usually I usually make a turkey meatloaf for my meal prep. Oh, but, that's another but, one, turkey yeah, meatloaf. Fucking, yeah, fucking tur- oh, turkey, yeah. turkey bacon. Yeah, oh, I buy that too. I, I so, mean, yeah. you guys don't forget. I mean, just you can't sleep on uh, deli turkey for, for yeah, a right? sandwich all day. Deli turkey is the yeah. shit, baby. Turkey and cheese. Oh, yeah. Maybe you throw a couple okay. slices of ham some in there. Hi- some hickory mm-hmm. smoked turkey. Fuck One yeah. of the uh, turkeys that my brother-in-law served at Thanksgiving this year was a turkey that he raised himself and oh. butchered and butchered himself. Jesus, that's wow. gangster. So that's, he, uh, that, dude, that's, that's commi- commitment. That's commitment. Yeah, he had it for 100%. about a year. He got 100%. it. Got it just after last Thanksgiving. So he's had it for about a year. His, his name was Everett. And he was like 40 pounds. Just walks the out time. there and fucking, Damn. fucking walks, named it. Just walks out yeah. there and, and walks out there the day before Thanksgiving, just aces Everett in front of everybody. So his he slices his fucking throat. Yeah. And just goes, yeah. Yeah. Was, it his, was it a cleaver or did he, did he, pull I don't know out how he gat, did it. Or did he pull out a gat? Yeah, in front of a crowd. He's, he's got uh, 10 times more weapons than I do. Um, <laughs> That's saying something. <laughs> yeah. yeah that... <laughs> like Wayne Brady when he killed the cop. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it was hilarious, dude. His oldest kid was walking around just saying, would you like some more Everett? Mm, oh, Everett, oh, was, de- oh, Everett was delicious. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. 40 he's, pounds. He's, That's a big-ass turkey. He's man. raising yeah. some farm kids That's out huge. there, dude. He's got stories of them just like wandering through the house holding a chicken. He's like, get that fucking chicken outside. <laughs> uh, it's an interesting area of the world you live in, my friend. It's not everybody. Okay. Kind of jealous, to be honest. Kind of jealous. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I say it's not everybody. Sounds like, like, you know, I live in a townhouse community and we've got a neighbor right across the street from us that got kicked out because apparently they were raising chickens in their backyard. Mm. But they, uh, 
I think they were like Indian or or something. But uh, yeah, their their neighbor put in a complaint and got them kicked out because apparently it was just smelling too too rank back there. Or something. You guys live too close to eh, this, like, right right there at the by the city there. So yeah, well, it's not illegal. Base. No, I, but I, I think you know that there's it's definitely some more definitely some more people like that down there. What we get around here more than anything is uh, road rage. That like more <laughs> anywhere than anywhere in the fucking world. I was just a victim of a road rage incident yesterday oh, morning. Oh, really? Literally, guy, guy. I thought he. I genuinely thought he was going to kill me. <laughs> genuinely believed this man was going. I called nine one one. Like I was like, wow. Literally thought he was going to kill me. You want to know why? You want to know what I did? And I wasn't mm. even doing it to him. He pulled out in front of me, and I was talking to somebody on the phone, and he he was being an idiot. He was like in a work truck. He was driving like an idiot, but I wasn't even doing. I went out some one of my drivers. I was talking to him on the phone from work, and he said something stupid. I went like this, like to my driver, because I was doing like hands free, you know. Talk. Yeah, I think the guy thought I was doing that in reference to him driving like an idiot. And, but he was driving around me, had his window open, and this dude went fucking nuclear. I mean, I'm, he he's got to be like, fuck you, like screaming, right? And and I didn't know what was happening, so I started laughing, like uncomfortably. Like, <laughs> I was like, what? I don't know why he was yelling at me. And he saw me laughing, and I saw, I looked right in his eyes, and I knew the minute he saw me laughing, I'm like, Oh no, this isn't good. Because <laughs> then I keep driving, right? And I look in my rearview mirror. Motherfucker pulls a three-point turn. This on 3A in Bill Ricca. You know how busy that road is. Oh yeah. Like by where the Kmart used to be. He mm-hmm. whips a three. I'm watching him pull a three-point turn. And I'm like, oh fuck. It's 7:30 in the morning, by the way. And um, I start driving. I see him coming. This motherfucker is literally weaving in and out of oncoming traffic to get behind me. He's probably going like 90. And then he gets behind me, and he—I thought he was going to smash into me. First of all, brand new car. I'm like, oh, don't do this. Yeah. And then, like, the lawsuit them, will be nice, but it's not worth it. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> and then one of them threw like a Gatorade bottle at me or something, and the oh, other there's dude more than one person. There in was the a van? dude. In the pe- yeah, there were two. Uh, two. So that's a problem. And we're like, what Otherwise, am I going to do? Right? Yeah. So, yeah. and then he—the other guy's screaming. He's giving me the throat slash. You know that one? I'm going to fucking kill you. And so I called 911. They pick up some crazy Barica Brown. Where's your emergency? I'm, and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'm on a uh, 3 a.m. 911. What's your fucking problem? <laughs> That's what she sounded like. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I'm on a, I'm on 3A heading towards in the direction of Burlington. And I have some lunatic in a pickup truck chasing me, threatening to kill me. And she's, mm-hmm. she's like, all right, I'm sending it off. And then this was the weirdest part of the whole thing. I told I'm on the phone with her and I go, hey, I'm pulling up to a red light in a minute. I'm gonna have to run through this fucking thing because I'm not stopping. These two guys are gonna fucking kill me, and yeah. uh, so she's like, "Well, do what you gotta do," you know, like whatever. And so, <laughs> fuck, thank you for letting me break the law. And then I was like, I look up in the rear view, and suddenly he he turns and leaves, but he put on his blinker first, which I thought was weird. Huh. like you you literally was just driving a hundred miles an hour into oncoming traffic, committing more right. felonies in one morning than than like <laughs> Stephen Avery did in that whole fucking documentary, and like. Now you're gonna obey the laws of traffic. Yeah, put on a blinker all of a sudden. Yeah. And he was just gone out of my life. And I had I had so many questions for him after that, you know, and I just now no, I've never seen him again. Luckily. Stephen Avery. Yeah, your boy making a murderer. That's what I was it took me yeah. a little bit to think. That's a, your that buddy, was a deep dig there. Yeah, him and his buddy Brandon, that fucking real that rocket scientist. Oh god, he was dumb as he was half he was half retarded. <laughs> Half. Anyway, yeah. Anyway. At least seven, eight. Yeah, those let's, give two, them, let's give them yeah. some credit. Those yeah. two criminal masterminds. So, 
All right, listen, we got some movies to talk about tonight, all right? Uh, but before we do, oh, that Marky... That was a good intro, though. That was a good yeah, intro. Marky's got a good little uh, uh, TP. You want to fire it up? Marky, what do you got? <laughs> Not much tonight. I, there's news that I'm excited about. And this first one, I know you guys, for whatever reason, were not a fan of the the last Mad Max movie. I don't know why. That's one of the greatest action movies of all time. Fury Road? Fury Road. I thought AJ liked Fury Road. Yeah, AJ loved it. Me and DP didn't like it. Right, right. Okay. Thank you, AJ. That someone here has got some sense. Uh, but the Ooh, new trailer, sense. the new trailer <laughs> just dropped for the the new movie that's coming out. It's going to be a prequel. It's called Furiosa. Yeah. Uh, Anya Taylor Joy is playing that role of Furiosa, who was previously played by Charlize Theron. I think it's a oh, Furiosa, wow. a Mad Max saga. Yeah, okay. and at a, okay. it's not clear if Mad the Mad Max character is going to be in it, which is kind of strange because after Fury oh. Road came out and did very well in the box office. They signed Tom Hardy up for like three more movies. Uh, and I think George Miller said he'd stay on too. And then I don't know what happened, but now they're doing a prequel. It, it This prequel does have Chris Hemsworth in Chris it. Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, he's not playing Mad Max. Though. He's not. He's playing. It looks like he's playing some sort of villain. Mm-hmm. And if you watch the trailer, his character like just from the trailer looks very interesting. He's, like um, playing, he's playing the lead singer of Guar because it's going to be yeah. another two-hour Guar. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what it is. Yeah. Who's the Do bassist? you guys have a problem with Guar? <laughs> no, I just don't need no, two do. hours of it. Yeah, Guar, yeah, Guar sucks. <laughs> so, some of us are excited about this new movie. I'm excited. I'm excited. The trailer uh... just says release uh, 2024. It doesn't have a, a month or anything. Um, the next piece of news is is uh, similar in topic to that with just a release date. Of, actually, they did give a date, uh, December 25th, 2024, for the new Nosferatu movie that mm. Robert Edgers is doing. Oh, um, damn. H-A-I. I don't even know interesting. What's the date, I, I would have told you guys. It's a, it's a year from this Christmas. Oh, it's, okay, okay, okay. Right. It's, 20, okay. it's Christmas 2024. Uh, you know, Robert Edgers is uh, he's only done a few movies, but he did The Witch, he did The Lighthouse, and he did the North. Uh, was it just called The Viking? What was the one with the, the North, 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 the Northman? Yeah. Um, so he's just done those three, they were all excellent movies. And this new one is a remake of Nosferatu. I feel and like Willem Dafoe's in it. Willem Dafoe is in it, yeah. He uses Willem Dafoe what a, fair a shock. <laughs> um, well, yeah. I say a fair amount. He's used them twice. Um, two, uh, two, two out of the three. three movies. Two out yeah. of three. Yeah, good amount. Yeah, he likes the guy. Who and doesn't? it looks Hello, like Tom. Bill Skarsgård, the the creepy Skarsgård brother, is going yeah. to play Nosferatu, the vampire. Right. I don't know if Nosferatu is the again. name of the vampire, but um, it also has Nicholas Holt and love, love has... him. We all love him in the menu, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we all we all loved him in the movie that we all four of us love so much, Mad Max Fury Road. Um, hey, okay. Okay. <laughs> I did like him in that actually. Nux, his character in that one. Yeah, I thought he, he was, was good. Great in that. War boy. Um and Aaron Taylor Johnson is also gonna be it. It's but it's a pretty stacked cast. And I'm a huge fan of Robert Eggers. He he does those uh would you call them period pieces? You know the mm, movies yeah. set in other times. He does those 
very well. So this could be very cool. Should be. I'm excited. Marky. Lighthouse is my favorite. Marky, I want to. I want to ask you. I want to ask you a question, Marky. Yes. Because you like weird fucking movies like that. Yes. And oh. have you seen the? Uh, it's coming out. Shit, next week. The new Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, uh, Willem Dafoe. Four things. Four things. I'm hearing wonderful mm. things about that. It looks fucked up. It's uh, the director, Marky. It's the guy that did the favorite. You're he did, like uh, the most. Killing of the sake, killing of a sacred deer, the lobster. He's oh like, he's shit! That, that guy, guy, yeah, yeah. Yorgos yeah. Lanthimos. It looks fucked up. Those four things. So, four things <laughs> looks. Four things looks like really fucking bizarre. Um, look up the trailer did, when you have a chance. But uh, you, it's, okay. getting, it's getting a lot of Oscar buzz. Did you guys see um, the lobster? I keep meaning. I think it's on HBO. It's Max fucking. Hulu. It's yeah. fucking weird. Like I know the. I know, yeah. So it's really fucking weird. It's good, but it's just really fucking weird. And the the favorite's really weird, but I love the favorite. I've heard that's really good. I actually saw Killing of a Sacred Deer. That's fucking weird too. That one yeah, is that, that one I've not pretty, seen. That's a hard pill to swallow. That yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that's Colin Farrell too. Because he's in the yes, it is he's in the lobster Lob- as well. So. That's correct. Yeah, um, and it's got up. the very hard pill to swallow. Billy Billy Keegan, I think, is the kid. Co- uh, Cohen, yeah, Cohen, yeah, yeah, Barry the- Cohen. Barry, yeah. yeah. Kid from uh, that movie you love, AJ. The fucking... Uh, um... Banshees. No, the other one. Banshees of Anna Sharon. He is in Banshees. Right. What's the, what's the uh, Dunkirk? He's in Dunkirk too, right? Dunkirk, yeah. He's also oh, in this, yeah, right, one, yeah. this new one called Saltburn. Which yeah. Is the Emerald, Emerald like, Fennel yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. That looks really good. He's also... He's also the Joker in that yep, new deleted scene one. from the back. Right. That's right. He was awesome as a joke like ooh, yeah he seems like he could be a super yeah. creepy joker let's run with that shit yeah right yeah right. yeah yeah well sorry marky we got off kilter there you got any no that's it that's it four things that i think is a movie you would you would really you would really like it's funny. four things i i saw an out of reaction uh out of theater reaction by someone i watched reviews from on youtube and they loved it so I the critics reviews right now for it are 92 percent. so yeah. wow it's, it's, it's is looking, this an a24 movie I believe it is. Hold on, I is just it? had it up. That um, that I think all the things that guys done previously have been through a twenty four. Yeah, that that tracks. And he is one of those directors where I will watch anything he makes, and I'm not sure how I will feel about it when I'm done watching it. Marky, I'll give a- it a shot. It's actually a searchlight. Interesting. Searchlight okay. and element. Fox searchlight. Mm-hmm. Searchlight pictures and element pictures. Those are bigger studios. Yeah. Searchlight, big time. So, all right. Anyways, um, Marky, thank you for that. Uh, anybody got any other things they need to get off their chest tonight? I mean, anybody else get their life threatened this week besides me? Or oh, that was this week. That was yesterday. That was oh, yesterday shit. morning. Yeah, that was yesterday <laughs> morning, seven thirty. I didn't. I didn't even have fucking coffee yet, and that was. I was Man, like, Jesus who does that kind of shit that early in the morning? Like, was she just right? up all night on a bender or something? Dude, they were. Those two dudes were unhinged. Ever seen yeah. that movie, Unhinged? Yeah. That I think was so. a, that's what it was like. That was maybe, a, maybe they maybe the road they, rage incident with Russell Crowe. That, oh, yeah. yes. that, that was actually was like. pretty good. It's it fucked up. Maybe yeah. they were co- maybe they were coked up or something. They I don't know. They, I mean, he went zero to sixty. I mean, not just the car. I mean, him as well. Like, I mean, he was. Yeah. Like, he went. It was really weird. But like when he got a, pissed, did 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 like you look at him and say, uh, "What's up, bitches?" Yeah, I mean. <laughs> But really think about that though. Imagine he did kill me. Don't you think that's a bit of an overreaction to somebody going like that? <laughs> you were going like to kill that? me. Yeah. <laughs> that was the plan. That was the plan. Yeah. Like, I mean, 
He killed me over, even I wasn't even doing it. And the funny part is, is when he was yelling at me, I had my window open. I'm screaming out my window at him. I'm going, I wasn't even fucking talking to you. What is your problem? <laughs> Which actually, you know, I'll give one real quick one. It's not as intense, but it, it was, at least to me, funny. Um, it's like a, a week ago, I was leaving. I pulled out of my driveway. Um, basically, I, I went about like, 10 feet after my driveway and there was like a car pulled over on the side of the road like on the right side and uh, like a lady was getting out the driver's side and the back door was open and I saw little little leggies sticking out from mm. the back door so mm. I knew it was a little kid mm. and, and so I just stopped and I just waited because I'm like you know I'm in a rush uh, let this lady get her kids out of the car and get across the street. No fucking problem. Just sitting there. And, and granted, yeah, she's taking her sweet ass time. And so she gets the kid out, uh, you know, closes the door, crosses the street. And like as she's crossing the street, she's just fucking mean mugging me. <laughs> right. And, and I'm like, oh, OK, whatever. You drove and, like, your child. Yeah, as she gets across, she she looks and she says, "Slow down." I go, "Lady, I was fucking stopped. I can't get any slower." You can't even go near a child. Yeah, I just fucking drove off. We're like, "Slow down!" I was at a dead stop. You cannot get any slower than that. People are the worst. People see that's what I mean, Marky. You got some down home country folk around you. And we just have unhinged fucking lunatics around us. Yeah. It's really bad. It's really, really bad. It's getting worse. So although I will say this. Here's the thing I've heard, and and I think it holds some truth. Like up here, like down south, say like you blow a tire and you're off on the side of the road. You know, people drive by, oh. I'm so sorry you blew a tire. I hope everything works out. Where up here, people will be like, oh, you fucking idiot. You blew a tire. Yeah. Uh, let me yeah. pull over and help you change it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. like like we're assholes, but yeah. we're not complete assholes. Like, Bless your heart. <laughs> yeah. They'll insult your mother at some point. And yeah. Then, uh... We'll call you a cunt. Yeah. But we'll help yeah. you change yeah. the tire. Yeah, it, comes, it, comes, it comes with it. <laughs> That that Dang. trope that trope is still accurate. The the yeah, the, it, the uh smile to your face and then talk shit behind your back is mm -hmm. a classic like Southern church <laughs> yeah. personality type. But Charlotte and the surrounding towns, you know, it it's a very uh modern metropolitan area. It's yeah. a mixing it's mm. a melting pot. So you talk about the road rage shit. I mean, there's people that there's gunshots on the streets out of cars here. Like any other city, yeah, we can yeah. we can compete with you guys. We we have uh, fatalities. Well, the traffic in Charlotte is horrible. It is, man. It's bad because everybody and their mm. mother has moved there in the last ten fucking years. Like yeah, fucking banking like, industry, baby. Yeah. It got like crazy too. Like after COVID, like it was Texas, Florida, and like North and South Carolina were like the four biggest places right. to from like out of like California, New York, and Indiana and Illinois. Like those are the states they went to. So Charlotte mm -hmm. was packed. The last time I was in Charlotte was for your wedding. It's a long time ago. And what was it 18? Okay. Yeah. So that was the last time Holy I was there. The traffic sucked then. And now it's gotten even worse. It must be worse. Now. Oh, yeah. The influx of big time. Now. So, yeah, a lot of people yeah. moved out here because the cost of living used to be 
pretty low. Yeah, and not so much anymore. Not mm. anymore. It is anywhere. But because the amount of people that came in, there was a period of time where Charlotte was the number one. Like, I, I forget how they put the statistic, but it was like we had the most new people moving to our city than any other city in the, yeah. in the States. It's a, it's a great fucking city. Don't get me mm-hmm. wrong. It's a wonderful city. I loved it. I, you know, the few times I've been there, I loved it. But man, there's a lot of goddamn people there now. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I, I want to go to, when I go to a state down south, I want to go somewhere that people leave me the fuck alone. Because when you live around here, everyone's on top of each other. Right. Mm-hmm. I like to get away from everybody. But anyway, listen, we fooled around long enough. Okay, we gotta, <laughs> way, way, way too long. What type there of podcast is. is this? I know, seriously. Well, this is a movie podcast. Let's do, yeah. let's do the Road one that Rage Marky, podcast. Yeah, let's do the one that Marky uh, can't get the name right for. The, that, <laughs> yeah. So we're reviewing two that out of the new way. movies tonight. Both movies have uh, from what I've been reading, some Oscar buzz, not a ton, um, but some, especially for the acting specifically. Um, we're gonna we watched them both. Um, the one is uh, so we're gonna the first one is Are You There, God? It's me, Margaret. Um, obviously based off the 1970 Judy Bloom classic. Um, where where did you? I watched it on Stars. I think is it somewhere else now. DP, uh, I watched it on Stars as well. So you stole yeah. my cable. I, sign I used then, your login okay, to right, watch okay, it on that's Stars. Fine. That's fine. <laughs> um, but it is on Stars right now. It's gonna. I'm assuming most likely now that it's you know out there in the ether. I'm sure it'll it'll probably um, start getting to some other streaming services as well. But it, you can find it. You might have to pay for it somewhere, a few bucks. But anyway, let me. Um, I'll give you, you know, I'm sure most people are familiar with this. Well, if you were born, well, Mark, he probably wasn't because he's a youngin. But let me give mm. you the uh, the Rotten Tomatoes uh, movie info on it. So I'll skip the Judy Bloom part and I'll say, uh, 11-year-old Margaret is uprooted from her life in New York City for the suburbs of New Jersey, going through the messy and tumultuous throes of puberty with new friends in a new school. She relies on her mother, Barbara, Rachel McAdams, who's also struggling to adjust to life outside the big city, and her adoring grandmother, Sylvia, Kathy Bates, who isn't happy they moved away and likes to remind them every chance she gets. Um, DP, I feel like you have been um, been been trying to get after this one. You seemed pretty excited about it when we were texting during the week. What did you think about Are You There, God, It's Me, Margaret? And before you say anything, let me just say uh, Rotten Tomatoes, Critics, 99, Audience, 95. So uh, very, very well. Wow. Um, What's the 99 based on? The, that's the critics is the 90 yeah 212 how many 212 um writer director is kelly freeman she did um the edge of 17 which is actually a pretty mm-hmm. good flick check that out she also wrote bumblebee which is really good have you ever seen bumblebee yeah, the transformers I, spinoff amazingly haven't it's actually I've seen all the good. other seen the shitty transformers it's, movies <laughs> it's better i think it's better than all the other transformer movies bumblebee's very very good um like I said, adapted from Judy Bloom's 1970 novel. TP, like I said, you seem to be chomping at the bit here. What did you yeah, think? Yeah, I, I, I really wanted to watch this. Um, uh, like I said, when it when it first hit theaters, and it, you know, like I said, I, we saw on Rotten Tomatoes, it was ninety nine percent. I was like, wow, all right, I, I want to check this out because it is a book that, like, as a kid, I read, and. Uh, what I thought was great about the book is it was, you know, kind of it, it was written about a young girl and the struggles of being growing up as a young girl. Yet it was super relatable, mm-hmm. even as a young boy. Like I I related to it. I uh, I 
understood the struggle and I felt it. And so I was excited about watching the movie. And I got to say, it did not fucking let me down. This movie, I thought, was phenomenal. Um, uh, Like all the way through, like it, it's a great story to begin with. So like you can only fuck it up, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and they definitely did not. I thought uh, uh, the young girl that played Margaret was excellent. Um, uh, her friend group was great. Like one of the girls was old, was the only one that I was like, eh. but for the most part, all her friends were excellent. I thought Kathy Bates was great. Um, I feel like Benny Safty was a little underused. Benny Safty plays her dad. Uh, I would have liked to seen a little more of him, but at the same time, I also understand, you know, this is a story about a girl and her relationship to her mom and her grandma and her friends and all that. And um, it, they just handled it so well. It was, it was touching. It was thoughtful. It was heartfelt. Uh, I think, and like, Tim was saying with the uh, Oscar buzz, Rachel McAdams is getting some fucking buzz for best supporting actress because she was so goddamn good in this movie. She carried this film, even as the supporting actress, she made this film just amazing. I I, I loved her performance. Um, uh, I, I loved just uh, her relationship with Margaret, like they were so good and her struggle of dealing with, you know, going from living in New York city to, you know, a suburb of Jersey, which again, which is crazy. Like when you think about it, it's only, you know, what, 25, 30 miles at the most, you know, it's a short distance, but it is, worlds of difference uh life living wise you know like from being in the city to there and uh her struggle of dealing with it was just like she showed that so well i fucking loved rachel mcadam in this movie um and i loved margaret the little girl that played her was so good um yeah i i was very happy uh, that I finally got around to watching this because this is a great, great film. DP, let me ask you a question. Then I'm going to kick it over to AJ to see what he thought about it. But one of the things you were talking about was the relationship with uh, with the Margaret and and her mom there, Rachel McAdams. One mm-hmm. of the things I noticed, and, and I'm gonna, I don't know how to really to explain this. I'm gonna just, I'm just gonna try. Yeah. I felt like the dialogue, but especially between the two of them, was really fucking smooth. Like it almost did, like it didn't feel like acting. It sounded like a casual conversation between two realistic human beings. Uh, right. And I really liked that about it. You know, I thought like it just, it sounded like a conversation of like a family would have, not some weird, bizarre, nuclear, made up family like from some fucking Hollywood weirdo. It was yeah. just like, it just sounded like people talking in, in real life. Mm-hmm. I thought I liked that. I thought it was smooth. Yeah. It, made, it made, made things relatable. So I, I thought that was kind of cool. So I just yeah. wanted to bring that up because you mentioned that relationship, but it was especially, it was everybody in the movie, but it was definitely especially between those two, the back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. And I think a lot of that goes to Judy Bloom. Yeah. Judy Bloom, just uh, so many, so many fucking books that I've read of hers growing up. Like, from super fudge to this to how to eat fried worms like she just wrote so many great 
coming of age stories that uh like everyone and at least in my generation fucking related to and read and yeah i I love judy bloom and i'm so glad that they made this one into a movie because i feel like they hit a goddamn home run yeah i thought this movie was perfect DP, I don't know if you remember, but the she wrote a book like pretty much. I think it was the year after that came out. It was like a boy version called "Then Again, Maybe I Won't." Yes, um, so great book. I like. Yes. See, I, I wish they would redo that one. I, that uh, one, I would that, watch that, that one is, too. That one's way more fucked. That's like about right? like a, a young boy watching his like neighbor get undressed. right with the binoculars. <laughs> He's like, oh, I'm gonna put these binoculars yeah. away. Then yeah. again, maybe I won't. Yeah, yeah oh, he, what like, a great book. Like yeah. he, he asked for those. I think he asked for the binoculars for Christmas because once he saw her in the window, he's like, I need yeah. to get closer. That's something I would have done. I mean, clearly. Yeah. But anyways, but yeah, no, I ah, totally agree. Um, AJ, loved it. thoughts on on uh, are you there? Got to be Margaret. Well, so I watched this last night. <clears throat> God, um, where to begin? <laughs> so typically, my own taste, my own, you know, the way I enjoy film i like films with like if it's a dramatic film like this is leans more towards drama there's some levity in it of course uh based on the the novel but i like stuff with like you know stakes like real like legitimate stakes this one seemed more like low stakes right and it's more about just the story of her growing up and um and it was acted well but for me it was it was a little i don't know plain rachel mcadams was good she did a good job i agree that safty wasn't used all that well or good kathy bates was always good she was good she's always good um, they tried to make it more like like they tried to add stakes at the end with the the whole when the, when the um the parents come to to visit is that you know there's a lot of like tension there and stuff and they throw that in at the end it felt like slightly shoehorned but you know overall I there were times where I, I you know I was invested emotionally and it was it was decent but i wasn't you know overwhelmed overwhelmingly into it so it, it, it wasn't AJ, bad it AJ, wasn't bad i will say too that the the movie pretty much did match up pretty accurately with the book other than what you were talking about with that dinner scene like the the, the grand the, the grandmother never came home with a boyfriend to right. confront and have that dinner party that didn't happen but most right. of the book but so I, I can see what you mean that it almost like they it's like they kind of forced it in there although i enjoyed that scene i thought it was it was really a right really funny right scene, so right so yeah no i know i know what you're saying right so i'm not <clears throat> i didn't dislike it i just um i wasn't wowed by it or anything mm-hmm. i wasn't overly enthused with it it, it was decent yeah and 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 Rachel McAdams was was good. I think it was a good role for her. I think the casting of her was was good. She was the right person for the role. I think she yeah. did a really good job with it. Um, it was almost like um, you know her and the daughter were both kind of like 
Um, you know, they were struggling with identity in a way, right? Yeah. Both of them, but in Clearly, different yeah. ways. We're in different ways, right? Like Margaret to find hers and mom to like re-find hers or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, or right? accept her new life. Right, yeah. right, right. Exactly. So I, I, you know, I, it was very like, you know, coming of age, like it's, we've seen this, right? But, you know, it was, it was decent. I just wasn't like blown away by it. I guess. So you 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 know what I was blown away by? Uh was Rachel McAdams in those fucking 70s mom jeans. Good <laughs> lord. God creepers, that creepers. she can fucking look good in anything, right? Good. Christ. <laughs> God, she's hot. Anyway, well, which by uh, the, yeah. uh, that was one of the things I I liked about uh I guess you you call it the costume design and hair and makeup was how like she came from the city. And you could see how like different her hairstyle was and her dress versus all the other women were right, very right. still kind of yeah. yeah. stuck with that like beehive 60s hairdos and right, stuff. Right, right. Yeah. And here she is with like the new, you know, uh, for the time, the, the new look and everything, how she yeah. just like didn't fit in, you know, whatever, like physically, like she looked different than everyone else. And yeah. uh, mm-hmm. I thought that was a great fucking uh aspect to it the way they you know it showed her being different like that i thought yeah i loved it so i want to get marky in on this because um i know he was struggling to get the name of the movie right you know he was Mm -hmm. i'm not even sure if i watched the right one yeah i think i heard marky at one point say uh oh i struggled with this topic yeah Yeah. (laughs) you might have yeah so did you watch the one with rachel mcadams in it Totally uh, totally yeah, on me. you guys haven't mentioned Michael Keaton yet. That was my—he was my favorite uh, actor in the entire movie. And then you had Danny DeVito play the Penguin. This was a Batman movie, right? Where are you um, going this one, Marky? Right are you all right? Okay, I watched, the, I watched the wrong movie. Is Marky having a stroke right now. So, are you there, Margaret? It's it's me, Marky. It was I actually enjoyed it very much. Oh, okay. Um, I did not expect when DP first brought it up, I was waiting for the joke. You know, I was uh, (laughs) looking at my phone like, you know, any minute now he's going (laughs) to say JK, LOL. But no, as you know, and I'm glad you put it out there. I was, I had a feeling I was going to like it and I really liked it. Um, It just, it, it did, it did a really good job tugging at your heartstrings at the right time. Um, Mm -hmm. The storytelling, you know, I guess this this book is famous for a reason. It's a great story. I've never read it, but I do. I, DP, that's funny you brought up the uh, How to Eat Fried Worms. I completely forgotten about that book. I remember reading that when I was a kid. So, and then like everybody's mentioned, the acting was just top notch. Ten points from everybody. There was a little bit here and there that you know some of the younger kids, but. For the most part, those little kids, they did a fantastic job, which is very surprising. Mm. Um, and I think one of my elements of the movie was just the setting of it being set in the 70s. And there was, they didn't, to me, it felt like they weren't making a direct joke at the times but it was just obvious 
the stuff like putting Margaret on a bus with a suitcase to go visit her mom and this her grandma in the city. <laughs> yeah. You know, or they were planning on just throwing her on an airplane. Yeah. Um right. shit was different back then. Oh, you could yeah. just do yeah. that. Trust yeah. yeah. Hop hopping in the back of the station wagon, no seatbelt, you know, all that shit. <laughs> um there was something else, you know, it's it's just constantly throughout the movie. The the things that um we used to get away with as kids, but it captured the seventies really well, I thought. Mm. Yeah. I thought did a nice job of that and that and you're right the wardrobe the setting the cars everything it, the the architecture the design inside the houses the furniture all yep. that stuff yep kathy bates is just a a monster dude when she's God, on the she's screen so she good. fucking kills God. it dude yeah. love seeing her um definitely agree with you guys on safety i feel like he needs to be around more it's just kind of funny though because uh one of the reasons why I guess I was like, all right, I'll, I'll fuck it. I'll watch this movie. Cause you know, I've got two daughters and at some point they will be coming of age. And this movie is a little bit of a peek behind the curtain. So I was like, you know, maybe I can prepare a little bit, learn a thing or two mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. young girls coming up. Um, and that's kind of funny. Benny Safty is just the dude in the background. That's how I am mm-hmm. right now. You know, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's my wife and the girls and, here I am just fucking in the background. Right. But I no, I very much enjoyed the movie. Um I've already already recommended it to a couple people. Um I haven't told any of my guy friends that I watched it yet, and I probably never will. Mm. But and I I would like to see Rachel McAdams uh at least get a nomination for this. Yeah. That that was some stellar work on her part. And I'm glad that you brought it up, TW the uh because I subconsciously was aware of it, but didn't really piece it together. How you you mentioned that uh, the scenes with Margaret and Rachel McAdams together were so seamless; it was so yeah. easy to watch. Anytime Smooth, that they had a right? yeah, anytime that they had some time together, it was enjoyable to see them work. Just to watch them, yeah, that was that was really something. And that girl is beyond her years as an actor. I mean, like, she's yeah. really, I mean, just when you're that smooth at that age, I mean, it was just, I thought it was, yeah, I thought she was great. I mean, okay, here, here's, I know I was saying some stuff, but a, a few other things that for me, um, I, look, I can see why the critics' reviews are so good for it. There's absolutely nothing wrong with this movie at all. It's well written, it's well acted. I actually kind of thought Kathy Bates in the scene she was in kind of stole it a little bit. Um, I thought she, for me, she was the best best performance of the movie um yeah and, and i you know it was directed well it was shot well like everything there's nothing wrong with the movie like there's no way you can poke holes and say it's a bad movie because it's not the only thing that i, I that i'm kind of I'm, I'm i'm understanding where aj is coming from is that this is it, it was hard for me to kind of identify with this movie because it's a coming of age tale for chicks you know what i mean mm-hmm. and and i mean D, dp's got a very deep feminine side we we know that right so of course dp i do Loves movies about getting your tits and getting your period and all. Yeah. D- we must, we must, we must increase our butts. <laughs> right. So, um, so again, that's where, like, like I said, we were talking before. Like, if they did, uh, if they ever did, uh, then again, maybe I won't. I, I'd probably identify with that movie more because it's like a boys' anthem. But you know, we were growing up. That was like, um, uh, are you there, Goddess Me? Margaret was like the Bible for chicks. 
And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that's what they all had to read growing up so they could understand. So, again, it, it was a little tough for me. I mean, again, it, it was good. Everything was good about it. You know, and they did the very, they even sprinkled in some anti Semitism, which Hollywood loves to do. <laughs> you know, they got that. You know, they sure we get that in the fucking mix, too, right? But which was a part of the book. I'm not just blaming Hollywood. Yeah. Um, but again, good. Everything was good. And like Marky was saying, uh, yeah, I thought the scenery was great. And not just Rachel McAdams and those jeans, but the whole thing in general. Um, I will say too, and like our other movie, this movie did nothing in the box office. Like it was never really like promoted. Like it was, you know what yeah. I mean? I, so it did, I don't even think it made money. Maybe with the streaming services, it made money now, but especially like budget and box office it didn't make any money. Um, and it came because it also came out a while ago and no one's paying attention. To, to it made shit. six bucks off me last night. So, so well, there <laughs> you go. Too. So maybe it's going to make something, but it's a really good flick. I absolutely recommend it. But, and like, I, I guarantee if you're, if you're a chick, that movie will be like on your like go like if yeah. you're ever in the theaters again take your mom and go see it together like seriously you guys it'll be like the best mm-hmm. fucking girls day of your life so yeah. marky yeah one thing that i just remembered uh when you touched on the religious aspect that was something that i didn't know was going to be a part of the story uh, like i said i had mm-hmm. never read the book um i knew it was like like you said like a, a girl's uh bible type of thing it was very popular um but i didn't realize and maybe it's uh, i would assume it's the same way in the book how it's somewhat uh religion focused or i guess just in the idea of not knowing and what to believe and i thought that was really interesting Um, yeah the book is a little more religion heavy um okay compared to not not much more but a little more um and i the movie i i did i found enough to relate with the movie um, and I was, you know, there was a lot of like little funny jokes throughout that yeah. I thought were really good. Yeah. Um, but any of the scenes where the, the, like the, the boys or the classmates in there, they, those little fuckers were always doing something that you're like, yeah, <laughs> I, I get that. I see <laughs> yep. that. Like, yeah, yep. I remember that. Um, yeah. And even the girls, too, though, you know, it's kind of like, like I said, it's a peek behind the curtain. But at that age, you know, I, I remember seeing girls act like that, too. It was it was cute, if I can say that. Just yeah. it was almost nostalgic, mm-hmm. even though I didn't grow up in the seventies. But and then the the whole religion aspect, I thought that was uh, interesting too, because I remember having some kind of, you know, my my household was very Christian growing up, and having those same kind of thoughts, like you know, is this for me? It's like, do I believe in God? And so, like, yeah. I related with that in, in the character in the movie too. So, no, I, th- I thought it was really well done all around. Like you said, yeah. it's a solid movie. It just might not be for everybody. If it's not your type of type of genre, yeah. If, mm-hmm. then uh, I understand. That's what I'm saying. Even even if it's not, even if you're not like a, you know, a, a chick that, again, every every yeah. girl. E- even if you're not this. a chick at heart, like I am. Yeah, like DP, of course. <laughs> like I said, DP is very feminine. He just, he hides it well. Um but even if you're not, like I said, I he had doesn't hide it that well. Not anymore. <laughs> really not anymore. <laughs> uh, like I said, I had trouble identifying with it, but at the same time, I recognize that it's a very, very good movie. The quality, mm-hmm. just quality wise. So, uh, and yeah, some great performances. I, I hope, I hope yeah. to see it around awards time. So, but, so um, uh, well, one last thing I, I just want to say about it too is so uh, the ending part, which was very tropey, like. You know the the girl who was tall and got boobs before everyone else was kind of outcast, and so then, 
you know, Margaret befriends her by the end and they're all dancing and whatnot. Yeah. Like it, it was very tropey and very cheesy, yet it still fucking hit for me. Like because it was seventies. Yeah, those girls dancing together at the end, like it, it just I felt like it was a perfect way to wrap DP. the movie up. I, I loved the way they did that. It, it was excellent. Remember in Rocky Three, and I can't remember if that's <laughs> I can't remember mm-hmm. if that's that's like early eighties. Remember when Rocky and 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 uh, and and uh, and Carl Weathers uh, there, are fucking Apollo, yeah, Apollo, they're fucking jumping around in the water with their high socks on and shit like that. <laughs> yeah. It's the cheesiest thing of all time, but it worked. Right, but moment. it worked. You know, because yes. because that of the setting that it was in. So mm-hmm. it's the same thing. Like this, the seventies were fucking cheesy. That's the way yeah. it was. Yeah. Pretty bunch of shit. It was cheesy. Let's That's get back to that. That sounds fun. <laughs> yeah, it was good times, baby. Good times. I know. It sucks now. The people threatening to kill me on the road and stuff like that. And now yeah. it's, we're not going to go back to the 70s. But... Yeah. Summer of um, love, baby. You guys want to do a quick five star before we move on to the uh, to Crackberry? Mm. Sure. DP, yeah. fire it up because I know you loved it. I am just gonna go ahead and give this four and a half. Wow! This I thought was a fucking perfect film. Here's Um, a question. Here's a question. Do you feel like this? I don't know why I'm doing this. People can't see me doing this. You? No, 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 no. I know why you're doing it. (laughs) We'll get back to that. Okay. Do you think this will end up on your top ten for this year? I can. Almost guarantee it. Whoa! Almost hey. guarantee it. Unless hey. I don't know. I still haven't seen Killers of the Flower Moon. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you have a fucking uh, the, day? There's gonna... a few that are coming out. But a couple I, weeks to watch that movie. It's like I mean, this and Napoleon. Guardians Volume Three are definitely going to be in my top ten. I Guardians mean, like, will probably get in there for me too. Yeah. Flash might get in there for me. Uh, anyways, well, let's we can get back. To yeah. That. Well, we'll Four and a half for DP. Four point five. AJ, I know you're not there. Where are you? Where are you sitting with this one, AJ? Like I said, I didn't think it was bad. Um, I did enjoy Rachel McAdams' performance. Um, I get the nostalgia aspect of it and all that. Um, about three and a half. So I'm I'm a little above you, AJ, but I'm at like three seven five. Marky, where do you sit on this one? Four dollars, Bob. Four even? Uh, straight four. Nice, Mark. Yeah. Thank now, you. You're not going to do one of those bizarre 4.135 dividing. This isn't the metric system. We live in America. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to know what they call it? A Royale with cheese? All right. <laughs> um, all right. Because of the metric system? Check out the big brain. Big brain on Brad. <laughs> All right, you guys. Wanna... Oh, I don't yeah. remember asking you a goddamn, goddamn thing. thing. All right, boys. Uh, one one movie down. We got another one to go. Uh, so, like I said in the uh, in the intro, um, we did a couple of reviewed a couple of movies, newer ones. This one we tackled was Blackberry. Uh, Glenn Howerton, Jay Baruchel. Um, let me get we'll get into some details about it in a minute. This one on Rotten Tomatoes is a very very quick synopsis. So I'll just do this very quickly. Blackberry tells the story of Mike Lazaridis and Jim Balsley, the two men that charted the course of the spectacular rise and catastrophic demise of the world's first smartphone. Blackberry, obviously. Um, directed by Matt Johnson, he played Doug in the movie. Doug Doug Fragan, the guy that was fucking moron most of the movie, but it's like an absolute billionaire now. Um, 
but uh, Matt Johnson, he mostly did indie stuff. He did this movie called The Dirties that I watched today. I was like one of those found footage flicks. It's weird. It's really weird. Um, also, like, are you there, Goddess Be Margaret? Uh, nothing in the box office. Again, it was just, it was pretty much sent straight to streaming. It's actually on um, Prime now. DP was saying if you have what, the AMC add on DP, you're on mute. But if you want to just give me the, oh, there we go. Yeah, the, the AMC uh, Plus add on. Right. Which um, Daddy got to watch. Uh, Kevin can F himself, which was my favorite show in right. the past few years. Right. All right. So yeah, DP, you watched it there. It, actually, I watched it last week, a week ago, and it was on Black Friday. So Amazon Prime had it for like, like a dollar twenty four to rent, or you could buy it for like five or six something. So I ended up just mm-hmm. buying it because the again the reviews right? are, are ridiculous. The reviews are like are like Margaret. They're ninety seven critics, ninety four audience. So. um very well uh, regarded between critics and audience. <clears throat> um, I, and yeah, so I don't know if they, after Black Friday, if they shifted the money, you know, it's back to five ninety nine. They did. Mm. Yeah. You want to pay for it, pay for it. I don't know. Um, <laughs> AJ, what do you think about Blackberry? I loved it. Hell. So Glenn, tell Howard's- me why. I'll tell you why. Yeah. So we've what we've we've reviewed slash watched like a few of these. They feel like they're kind of popular now, like Tetris and yeah. Air, Air, and some of these other true stories, right? This one, um, the acting is so sharp. I feel like the writing is super sharp. The only thing I didn't like was like the director. He plays that. Oh, I forget, Doug, Doug, what the yeah. fuck is it? Yeah, Doug, Doug Frank. Uh, God, he pissed me off the entire time. I think that was the point, though. That's fine. That's fine. But <laughs> Glenn Howerton, Glenn Howerton, that dude, he he can really act. Yeah, he's not just fucking. He doesn't just come up with the dentist system. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the dude can act. Jay Baruchel, like I think we saw him in like. Um, like knocked up and like like the Judd Apatow stuff, right? Goon, right? Is that I what we've seen him in? Yeah, he's yeah, in he's Goon. Usually a very silly character. Yeah, right. But he can really act too. And um, there's a line in the film before I like go too deep into how I've thought about this. There's a line in the film yeah. where they're like, oh. "We're gonna be known as we're gonna be known as the phone that people had before the iPhone." Yeah. And that's right. exactly right, right? Because yeah. they had like you. I don't know if you guys remember it. Like maybe Marky doesn't, but the whole Verizon BlackBerry um, partnership was was like thriving for the longest time, mm-hmm. you know. And um, okay. yeah, so it's sort of like harking back to that. And I had a lot of like, you know, like I was reminiscing on that, but. Um, God, it was so well acted. The pacing of the film was really, really good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There was not a lot of fat in it. It was, I don't know, I'd have to look at the running time, but it was just not under like, just under two hours. It's like an hour right, 59. Right. Yeah. I feel like they really, really maximized their time in this film to tell um to tell the story. And they really focused on the character work. And and you know they uh, the the story itself and I I thought every actor really really brought something to it like I just I really 
I really dug it. I dug the writing. I dug um, just just it brought me back to that time, and like I just loved it. I loved it. I thought it was so cool. Yeah, AJ, and like you said, there's no fat in the movie, and that that also has to do with the with the beginning because it starts off. It just right away. It just fucking starts. Like there's no right. like they don't they don't like there's no foreplay. It they just get right into it, which I right. which I liked. You know, because there was a lot there was a lot to get through. So yeah, the pacing was excellent. Yeah, pacing was good, and uh, like Howerton was great. He was like someone that um, he commanded the screen like yeah. right away, yeah. and um, you know he's just like he would just jump into jump into the he jumped right into the fray because of the nature of like the situation after he had gotten fired, um, you know, and he knew this was like an idea he could capitalize on, and it really like. I don't know. He was always like this character was always like true to himself, I felt yeah. like. And so was Jay Barishow's character. Like I thought he did a really great job. Just like he felt like I know he had the gray or white hair early, but he felt like he aged a lot yeah. during the film. Yeah. yeah. Like he felt like he was really old by the end. It had taken a lot out of him, you know. So um but overall, I really loved it. I thought it's like one of those sneaky, like under the radar, like, you know, top films of the year. It's probably going to be on my list somewhere, like, mm-hmm. you know, in our top tens. Like, I just, I really dug it. I really dug it. It was edgy. It was cool. It was well acted. It was well written. Dug it. Yeah. Yeah. DP, you on the same page? Um, I, I, I enjoyed it. Quite a bit. I, it's not quite like top ten material for me, mm-hmm. but I, I thought it was really good. Um, I thought fucking Dennis Reynolds crushed Jesus. it. Right? He is so good as oh. an asshole. Yeah. And like he, like the way he just used everyone, everyone he came in contact with, he used. And then it, like, like if you notice, he's alone. The whole movie. He's got yeah. no one other than like his assistants that he pays and even they hate him. Everyone around him dislikes him, but like he's just so driven and so, you know, like over the top fucking confident and such like a mm-hmm. cunt. Mm-hmm. And, and I think he played that so well and it was so great and uh, but but what I really liked was that whole, I don't know, that like back and forth, that fucking dichotomy with his friend Doug, who was like, like in it to have fun and to like hang out with his friend and have a job where he can make money, but be happy at his job. And then there's this other guy whose only goal is to make as much fucking money as possible right, right. and step on whoever's fucking head he has to step yeah. on. And Mike is right in the middle. Yeah, and right. there, there he is. Like, yeah, I want to make all this money, but like, you know, I also want to be true to my friend and my upbringing. And um, I just loved that, that fucking back and forth that he had to deal with between those two who were just absolute polar opposites mm-hmm. and and i loved that um uh, i i just think the story of the blackberry is an interesting one too because it really is uh 
like the original smartphone. This is what, yeah, the, you know, the actual keyboard kicked, kicked <laughs> off the fucking smartphone revolution. And I actually, real quick, by the way, have any of you guys had a BlackBerry? No, I never did. No, I no. never owned a BlackBerry either. Sam, like I didn't even get in on the iPhone to like the iPhone four or five yeah, or something right. like that. So. I, I was a late adopter. Which is interesting, but I do remember all the, oh, like the Verizon BlackBerry commercials. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, all the commercials that, that came for them, all the off, right, all the offers that they were doing for BlackBerry, Verizon, like all mm-hmm. that. Like, I remember all that. I just never had a BlackBerry. But, yeah. you know, they had, like, cornered the market, or so they thought, right? But right. innovation yeah. caught up with them. And then but, that iPhone yeah. just crushed them right oh boy did the iphone kill them dp the one thing i wanted to i wanted to ask you too the blackberry killed of course i want to ask you specifically how did you feel about carrie elway's character oh fucking from palm pilot remember the how about the palm berry what do you think of palm berry he just kept asking him about the palm i just love how i just love how they 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 like completely fucked with him oh just string him along and then strung him along and then buried him yeah and then he's the one that screwed him over with the NHL deal. That, right. So right. Yeah. another thing I wanted to say um, to, to your point about him, about uh, Glenn Howerton playing Jim Balsley, is that Dennis uh, Reynolds playing? Yeah, him? He, he's like Sorry. the he's like the he's like the tragic character, like from mm-hmm. like from like a Shakespeare play. Like the thing that makes him powerful and successful is the thing that eventually brings him down as well. That fucking yeah, arrogance. Right. That all that shit, the all the talking shit, all the corner cutting, all the stuff that got him there was a thing that actually killed him in the end too. Yeah. Right. So I all, thought I thought his character because of that had a ton of range to it. Right. Like all the hustling he had to do <clears throat> just to get, just to get ahead, yeah. and then he kept hustling to get further ahead, and that's what you, you're right. That's what that's what brought him what down. Brought him down. Yeah. Yeah. So I that I that's one of the things I I really loved about it. But uh, Mark, yeah, go ahead to me. Uh, one thing I just think is great is between the three of them, um, the one that is now the richest, yeah, is Doug. Is Doug? Yeah, he's like one Doug's of those, like, a under billionaire. The, he's now. like an under the radar, like because he's like yeah. he's not a fl- guy. He's not a guy that I was reading about him. He's not a guy that flaunts it. He's like yeah. one of the most under, like one of the richest under the radar people, like yeah. in the world. He's a- Billionaire, yeah, a what, billionaire. What they, they did. What well, did, they did other, beyond BlackBerry? They did other stuff together, actually. Like after mm-hmm. it was over, they went into some more tech and different shit like that. You can you yeah. can look it up. It's 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 an interesting story. But, uh, Marky, I saw you. Um, you were we're talking earlier. You hadn't seen it in a while, but you know, it was a couple months. You were on a plane, right? Right. Yeah. So yeah. Remember. So I watched it when it was free on a, on a bus. plane. And uh, that's cool. Like you do it's on a when Greyhound. You yeah, just Cedar Junction, or <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's cool. What do you remember of it, Marky? Well, I, I mentioned earlier I didn't uh, finish like the last ten minutes, I think, of the, mm-hmm. the movie. So maybe you guys can fill me in, like what happened there at the very end. Um, but no, I, I they sure... went out of business because of the iPhone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much real, yeah. enough. Yeah, Shit, spoiler, the iPhone they, killed them. They got served. Um, yeah, here. Here and yeah. here, so I got served. <laughs> the no, I, I think I I, I uh, share the same thoughts that you guys do. Um, I love seeing Glenn Dennis Reynolds Howerton. Mm-hmm. I wish we could see him in more 
but yeah. this role agreed was, agreed this yeah. role was perfect for him oh yeah um yep you know and good casting it yes very good casting all of the like side characters the engineers oh that was one of the parts of the movie by the way is when uh jim balsley uh goes to i forget what company it is but he goes to poach one of the engineers from one yeah. of the big ones yeah. from like microsoft or google or something like that it's, it's google the, uh, i think yeah, it's the, the chubby the chubby uh, uh asian the guy from guy. mad men mm-hmm. yeah. oh the chubby asian guy yes yeah. yes and michael and ironside michael ironside is out there so good yelling i at was somebody. gonna say the and same he's awesome. like who's that guy and like yeah he came I'm there to put... him too <laughs> yeah and then later then later richie the, uh the pudgy asian guy he sees uh, his name's Charles Purdy. Yeah, my yeah. name is Charles Purdy. Like he's yeah. just as scary yeah. as shit. He sees him. He's like, "What's he doing here?" Yeah, and he's that... just staring at people through the window. <laughs> that guy will fuck <laughs> you up. They made they made <laughs> him the they made him the COO though. Yeah, I mean, right. They, yeah. Maybe because a little before that, fucking Dennis Reynolds has that amazing line where he's like, "Do I have to hire someone?" To babysit you nerds, <laughs> <laughs> and sure enough, he that's hired he someone to babysit the nerds. But before the, before that, they hired this guy from Google. He, I think he is the actor there. The Mad Men, yeah, he was, he was on Mad Men, yeah, right, yeah. And then that was a, and that that was, that, a that was really the, funny scene. Uh, but I think that was like the the whole thing with the SEC. Like I think yeah. he had paid him that whole like 10 million dollars in bonds. it was like a, it, was, right, it, was, like like a, it the, was like a backdating it and yeah, yeah. the stock that, the stock thing yeah 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 yeah. it was a really funny scene though they're at the diner it's it's even in, in one of the trailers where uh it's richard rich Sommer is the is the uh actor mm-hmm. and sung Wan cho and they're at the diner they're, everyone else has left and he's like how much do they and uh yeah. some is like i don't think i should say and then rich Sommer says they gave me 10 minutes 10 million yeah, the other guy said, "Yeah, they gave me ten million dollars too." <laughs> but no, and then the introduction of Jim Balsley at the beginning of the movie, like you said, T.W. The, the movie just goes; it just starts. It's with uh, Doug and um, Mike. They're there at Jim Balsley's current job to right. pitch to pitch the BlackBerry. They don't know what they're going to call it. The, yeah, the pocket. They're there to pitch the phone. Yeah, the and then they're they're setting up in his office, and they're like, "Oh my god, there's a scary looking bald guy coming right our way." <laughs> it's Glenn Howerton just like power walking over there, and that's the whole movie is him just power walking in different directions, just going somewhere to yell at somebody. Yeah, no, but Balsley had to bit, get them out of that whole modem thing. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that six modem million deal. dollars. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Bank of Montreal a- gave him a loan. <laughs> Oh it's an God. interesting story. And he had to mortgage his house and do all the stuff. Like, yeah. It's a very interesting story. Um, and you know, I was in uh high school when the blackberries kids in my high school, some of them had blackberries and they'd be yeah. showing mm. them off and you know, we were playing with them. Um and at the time, you know, I was like, I don't, I don't fucking email. I don't need this shit. Like, what am I gonna email about? Like, I can still text on my phone, but remember like how much text messages used to cost yeah where they like mm-hmm. you would pay Ten per cents. text message yeah. Yeah. yeah and then it was like free on nights and weekends and i remember my dad <laughs> getting on me like which one do you text too much like, oh, shit, man. <laughs> you know, trying to talk to uh my sweetheart <clears throat> school you know texting her went over the text limit 
but right. it and then there's also something kind of going on right now i feel like in hollywood with these movies that are being made that are like it doesn't feel like they're old but you know late 90s early 2000s has a much different than 2023 so, I, I i will say yes uh, this movie even like the like the filming the it, it felt like it was from the 90s it, it didn't uh, have that crystal clear hd look to it you know like mm-hmm. it felt like it was shot and happening in the 90s yeah. almost like borderline almost like some of it was like borderline like documentary looking footage right? yeah 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 totally uh, like so, someone in the room had the camera that so, yeah. with everybody else and uh glenn howerton's character uh his, I mean, dennis his reynolds pers- character yes dennis reynolds yeah. sorry his yeah. whole persona is very much that like st- typical cutthroat 80s cocaine businessman ryan like, even, even even the shirts <laughs> that he, like the 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 cornflower blue button-ups the white collar you know what i mean that's just like reeks of wall street cocaine and insider <laughs> yeah. but it, it was very fun story um so what whatever happened at the very end because where i left off uh dennis reynolds was flying around to a bunch <laughs> of different cities like trying to snatch up a nhl teams yeah mm-hmm. and the iphone had just uh steve Jobs had just done like his showcase or whatever and so that's when the people in Ferry Company were like, you know, this is going to kill us. And Glenn racing around trying to buy up sports teams. Yeah. So it happens there at the very end. The NHL tells him no because he had flaunted it to Carrie Elway's character there from Palm Pilot. Yeah. Um, that he was going to move them to Hamilton. Yeah. And the, the NHL didn't want that. They yeah, wanted was them it? to stay in Pittsburgh. Yeah. I was going to say it was the Penguins, right? So, yeah. um, and then, uh, so he at the board meeting, they tell him to fuck off. Basically, he freaks out. You should go back and watch it because he freaks out. And like Gary yeah. Batman, I'll just whole... buy this whole fucking league. You <laughs> yeah. think I won't do yeah. it? Yeah, it's, it's he goes. Yeah, that's a great oh. scene. That's a great scene. Oh, go back so and watch good. that, Mark. He yeah. goes bananas in there. And then he flies to Atlanta to talk to another the guy, AT and T guy. Yeah, and that doesn't go well. And then by the time he gets back to um, Waterloo, Waterloo, uh, yeah, the the SEC is there. They're on site. Yeah, because um, they, they kept trying to contact them. And, and then Mike right. Mike rolls over on him. Yeah, Mike, oh, Mike sells him the fuck Mike out. Mike sells him down the river. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Which he should have, because it was his yeah. fault. I mean, yeah, he's the one that but, screwed so, it up. Mike, so. Mike cut a deal, so he got immunity. And um, I don't think Balsy went to jail. Like, nope. I, I think he, like, Didn't he serve cooperated. Any time. Right, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so he just he got like you know probation and fines and you know all that yeah, shit. Paid but, a bunch of money, but he's yeah. still a super fucking rich dude. Yeah, he went off. I think living I think, it up. Yeah. I think he worked. Might have even done some work with with Mike after that was over. Like it was weird. It's a mm-hmm. weird thing. So he he did go on to try and buy a couple more NHL teams, and he kept getting denied. Yeah, like he yeah. tried to buy the Predators, and they said no. That's right. Yeah, yeah tried yeah, to yeah. buy the Coyotes, even though they went bankrupt, and like the NHL basically took over the team and he went in to try and buy the team and they still said no yeah yeah because no, he, he wanted to take because he because he, he burned the right because yeah. he tried to pull the wool over their eyes one time so yeah. hey guys let me just say because obviously i liked it too i really enjoyed it the one thing i can say that i thought and and this isn't 
because th- this is what happened in reality. So it's not like I can't really like take a shot at the movie on it. But did you notice how when they they fast forward into the future and um, Dennis Reynolds was off, like trying to get the NHL teams and everything. He was kind of not in the movie for maybe, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes. I thought mm. the quality of the movie just diminished when he wasn't there. That's how good he was. And, like, I don't typically like Jay Barish all that. All that but he was fine in this. I, I, he was okay. Yeah. And Michael Ironside was great. But I felt like when Glenn Howerton wasn't there, like, it just, like, I don't know. It just the movie wasn't as good. Like I just want the whole time he wasn't there. I was like, "When the fuck is he coming back?" You know. Yeah. So, right. Um. That was my. That was the only thing I can say that um that I didn't that about like the only shot of the movie I can really take because I really enjoyed it. But AJ, before you make your point, I want to ask you a question. The guy that plays um John Woodman from Bell Atlantic, I think his name is Lee Danowitz or Danowitz. Do you remember him from True Romance? Remember, yes, of course, that, of course. Remember, right? Your career is over. Yes, of course, of course, of course. <laughs> you forget about acting. Yes, of course. That guy he's is great. super fucking underrated. Everything he's in, I he's always, hilarious. I always, I always love him. Yeah. He's always good. <laughs> I always love him, and I agree with you that the stuff without Howerton. It, it's a story, it, though. I mean, it's what it happened. Be, so I can't, right. You know. Thank you. Thank you. So. I guess that's what I want to say. So it may be like a step down because you want to see Howerton more, but I think it made sense for the story. Yeah. Yeah. Right. He can't be in every scene. Yeah. Because he was off. I wanted doing, him to be. I wanted him off, to be. There. He was off doing this other stuff. I wanted They him. had to tell you this stuff too. But AJ, this was a fucking clinic from Dennis. By the Roberts. way, like, this real quick. Thing. Like, Amazing. I mean, this is, this is insane. I hope, I hope he gets some love. Yeah, I was gonna, season. I have a question for you guys on that too. But DP, go ahead. Uh, Re- Saul Rubinek is the guy's name from from True Romance, right? Yes, yeah, 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 yeah Saul yeah. Rubinek. Your career Who? is over. I fucking love that dude. Yeah, like he he he's was a bonfire in the show of the leverage. Yeah. He, he's in so much shit. Uh, yeah, I, I, oh, I'm right. a huge yeah, yeah, Saul yeah. Rubinek fan. He, dude, he's like, he's and, carved and, up a great career. He's been in tons of shit. And, and this he was movie, in he was Unforgiven. What? Remember in Unforgiven? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's the yeah. reporter, right? Yeah. Yeah. The uh, journalist. Yeah. yeah. Or whatever the fuck they reporter, call it. Reporter, journalist, tomato, tomato. Yeah. Let me, let me ask you, you bros, a question, all right? Because... Well, we get to award season because there's obviously some 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 hardware that should be passed out to the people in both of these movies. So, but when we get to award season, especially when we get to the Goldens, right? So, the you, if you remember the Golden Globes, they separate you know drama from um, comedy, comedy musical. and musical. Yeah. Do these two movies fall into technically fall into comedy? Because like if In Bruges falls into comedy, which Colin Farrell won Best Actor in a comedy at the Goldens that year. Do these two movies fall into comedy? And if so, do they dominate the fucking Golden Globes in the comedy section? So the Margaret... I would say uh, this doesn't, but Margaret does. Yeah. Margaret, okay. maybe, but not Blackberry, and I'll tell you why. Okay. Um, compared to um, In Bruges. In Bruges feels like more of like a dark comedy. Right. It's got that sort of feel to it, but this doesn't. This is like serious, serious, you know, dramatic. It's funny, though. It's funny, yeah. though. There's some... There are some humorous aspects to it, but it's not. It's not like like they put the Martian. Remember when the Martian came out? Right. The okay, Martian that's a good point. In, that's in the, the comedy. Martian was in comedy, but I think 
the Martian is played for comedic effect uh, more often than it isn't. Yeah, but, yeah. Know. But I mean, but let's just say hypothetically speaking, they end up in the comedy section. I think these two movies will dominate the Goldens in that side of it. I mean, unless they put air in comedy, which I, I can't imagine. See, I can't see that either. I don't. I think that's drama. Um, and obviously we've watched some other ones we could probably think of, but like, I think as far as look, Glenn Howerton, I'm sorry, Dennis Reynolds should get a, thank you. Should get an Academy Award nomination for this. I, I, I agree. I mean, I, All right. And at the I very hope, least, he's got to be there at the Goldens. Like he is so, so fucking good in this movie. Like TW, are you following any of the, the awards? Cause we're, they have, we're, we're, it's December 1st. Right, they haven't, they haven't. And literally I pulled up the schedule earlier today. I don't think they have any, actual ones hold on i'll bring it up i don't think they're not but i yet. feel like i feel like you know like venice has happened and and gotham has just happened recently and you know like i think these things oh you're right gotham did happen it happened on the 27th right the new, york, new york film right. critic circle right so a lot some of this stuff is starting to roll so I'm yeah wondering. yeah i'm gonna have to get on top i'm gonna have to get on that but yeah. um so yeah Sorry, I was I was bringing it up. That's why, but I don't see. Yeah, yeah. So it's a good point, though. Like I think we want to see what the trends are um, as it pertains to some of the stuff. But BlackBerry could be a sneaky under the radar thing, and you know, like I think there is some buzz, like uh, like DP was saying about Rachel McAdams and and stuff like that. So you know. I think we'll see these things pop up in some way, shape, or form. But it, it to me, you know, there's so much crammed into the end of the year. It's hard to say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. You know. So I'm sorry. I'm just looking through some shit now. I need to pay attention. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I think there's a lot of movies. Like I was looking at, like there's some movie called Past Lives. Like like seems to be winning some shit. Yes, um, I can't wait to see that. But you, but you got to think like Oppenheimer's going to be in there. There's going to be. Yeah. It's gonna be, I think it's going to be a pretty deep. Barbie's probably going to get some nominations too. Like I've seen some buzz for Gosling, for Barbie, and yeah, yeah. Yeah. Poor things, poor things. We were talking about still coming earlier. Killers of the Flower Moon won at the New York Film Critics Circle. That one best picture. Flower Moon. Uh, Oh wow. Yep. There's a film that's just hitting Netflix today uh, with Julianne Moore and Natalie Portman, directed by Todd Haynes, called May December. Oh which yeah, may, yeah, yeah, may garner some nominations. Yeah. Like yeah. there's the Killer, the Fincher film may yeah. mm-hmm. get some stuff. So there's a there's a lot going on despite all that bullshit with the strikes, right? Like there's yeah. still there's still some great stuff out there. Yeah, and some of those nominations kind of happen in a vacuum too. Like you won't see anybody, and then mm-hmm. suddenly they show up at the Academy Awards. Like mm-hmm. it's weird, but I would think you you like. But the problem with like these two movies, especially um, Are You There, Goddess Me, Margaret, it came out so long ago, technically to the theaters and didn't get yeah. any buzz. I'm just I'm wondering if it's going to get lost in the shuffle. I just I, and I'm okay with Blackberry getting lost in the shuffle too, as long as Glenn Howard. I'm sorry, Dennis Reynolds gets gets his. Thank you. Gets his his due because he's fucking ridiculous in this movie. Let's let's remember American Beauty that came out in the theaters in like April of the year and won Best Picture. So right, like, that's true. It's you know, rare, but it happens. Like like Joker, like Joker came out like early. Joker yeah. is another one that came out early. Yep, yeah. correct. Well, excellent, well, excellent. But, so uh, the buzz. I also there's a movie I I really want to see. I hope you guys want to see it too. Maybe we can talk about it on here. Uh Paul Giamatti's movie, The Holdovers. Yeah. Great review so far. Holdovers. Yeah, I, I've, I've love heard to... 
great, great things D- about that. DP, I, it's I, Alexander you know, Payne, baby. It's yeah, Alexander exactly. Payne. Sideways, right? I'm yeah. not drinking any Side- fucking Merlot. <laughs> Sideways, yeah. uh, also The Descendants. That like, is amazing. Yeah. Yes, excellent film. DP, if anybody orders Merlot, I'm leaving. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Sadly, that movie made Merlot sales plummet. It's like ridiculous. <laughs> like it actually worked. In like real life. Like Merlot's pe- people are like elbowing like, each other. Obvi- he, obviously, Dane likes shit. Paul Giamatti, but he's like good. Yeah. Um, ca- uh, he does good casting. Like he does, he casts like really good. Yeah. But Paul Giamatti is one of the best in the trade. He he's really, really is. Really is. He's, a, he's, he's an a absolute treasure. American treasure. Like yep, he, treasure. So yeah. good. So um, but before we let's wrap up Blackberry, let's do our um let's do our, our five star. I'll kick it off. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go four and a quarter on this one. AJ, oh, wow. where are you? Oh wow, I love this so much. Like I, I told I uh, I mean, wow. I'm over four, so where am I with this? I loved it a lot. Uh four and a quarter tip. All right. Well. Uh Marky, where are you? Um, I was uh, thinking a little bit lower, like 3.75. Mm-hmm. Um, I did enjoy it. And uh, one thing that we didn't really talk about that stuck with me was the uh, some of the com- – we mentioned a little bit, but the direct conversations between Dennis Reynolds and uh, uh, the Dread Pirate Roberts. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh, those scenes were fucking great. Yeah. When yeah. when there is it's the two ruthless 80s businessmen that are just like cutthroat gunning yeah. for each other, mm-hmm. like trying to take over each other's companies. And they know what each it's like a little chess game that they're doing. It right. Was, and was we're, like when Dennis gets that stock price up to like four hundred dollars a share yeah. and then finally answers his call and, meets him, <laughs> yeah. and he just like amazing holds his hands out like come sit down no like, that's actually oh, one of my favorite fuck. scenes of the film right Fucking there like that <laughs> perfect well dude perfect yeah. dude yeah. i think i think he actually unbelievable i think he hated that guy because he referred to hockey as moronic yes <laughs> oh, boy, so that's yeah. why that's yeah. why he wanted to fuck yeah, that beat guy, his right? bonnet his over that like yeah. right but, away the, Carrot, carrot, Ewell's picking up the the little palm pilot with the little yeah, stylus. Yeah, with the with little with the little pen, making like notes with this little stylus. Fucking hilarious! I yeah. love that. So, DP, where are you? Um, so I, I, I I'm kind of with Mark. I'm like between three and three quarter and four. So mm-hmm. I guess it'd be like three point. Eight seven five. Yeah, that's a Marky seven 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 divided by repeating pi. Three point eight two five. Yeah. Dan. So, yeah. so I, I'm just below four. It's not yeah. quite a four star square root, me, of... but it's right about there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you have to do you like one of the. Yeah, that that fucking scene when he just kind of like invites yeah. him to sit at the table, just cranked it up to a four. Yeah. This is four stars for me. Yeah. yeah. Hey, yo. Oh, great flick. Thank you, DP. Because you, you were doing like a fucking goodwill hunting problem. Hey, you like them apples. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, um, no, look, I love I like these movies this weekend. I think we got uh, who yeah, knows what else we got goes. lined up, but um this, this yeah, little... I think it might be time to start like kind of focusing on these like Oscar buzzy movies, yes, the holdovers, yes, and yeah, you know Oppenheimer and Killers of the Flower Moon. So absolutely, well, we Whatever. got the holidays coming up, so we won't be going every week, but we should start kind of looking at these uh, Oscar movies so we can buy 
the time the Oscars come out, we can have reviewed most of them. Well, I'm a cheap bastard, and I would, I very much want to watch Killers of the Flower Moon and Napoleon and Oppenheimer. Mm -hmm. Um, So, very much want to wait until they are available on whatever streaming platform that I'm already paying for. Killers of the Flower Moon, Apple. Yeah, it's coming soon. Yeah, so Killers of the Flower Moon and Napoleon are both supposed to be coming to Apple. Yeah. Uh, you know how Christopher Nolan like to fucking set his anchor in the theater and will leave his movies there God, as long as Oppenheimer possible. Oppenheimer came out over the summer, like this shit. Did. Yeah. But you know him, man. He's like re-releasing the theaters like a month later. Yeah. So I saw Oppenheimer. Like it's worth it in the theater, but I would love to see it in the theater. But it's it's yeah. No, I, I know two, what you're I saying. I know what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> I got two babies. I, I'm not going to watch uh, Kills of the Flower Moon in the theater. I'm going to wait for Apple. I'm not going to go see Napoleon. So one of you guys were saying that the Apple release of Napoleon and Killers of the Flower Moon are supposed to be longer than the theatrical release. Especially, Napole- yeah. especially Napoleon. Napoleon's significantly longer from what I understand. Like it's... <laughs> Two and a half hours in the theater, but four hours on Apple once it gets there. That's interesting. So it's like the director's cut. I waited for you at Tower Records for four hours. What movie? Oh my God. I know this. Of course you do. Not me. All right, DP, you're on mute anyway, so don't don't try to. Probably something you never yeah, seen. Yeah, I wouldn't know. I didn't know it either, right? So, do I mute or no mute? I, I <laughs> AJ, think it over. We're going to wrap up, all right? Um, so, unless we get anything else, ask you what's the matter, baby. All right. Um, anything else? Actually, you can, can we get an update on Aster? How's she doing? She's fine. If you dickheads came over on Thanksgiving, you would know if you were actually <laughs> seen her. She's fine. You know, just a normal pain in the ball self. Was she, was she pissed that I didn't show up? She was, although she cuddled yeah. up with CS and watched football for a while, so that she was, right. was happy. She found another Daniel Sherry to yes, that cuddle was, up to. Yeah. yeah, we watched the, you know, We watched our 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 Cowboys. Yeah, our, you know, they're America's <laughs> team, baby. All right, so Marky's frozen again, so let's just call it because Marky's gone. Yeah. as it is, he's playing. Um, I'll go get my video games. He's just pretending. He's, <laughs> there I go, mofa. He's just gone. Um. <laughs> Uh, one last time before we wrap it up uh make sure you are following us on social media uh we are at movie council pod uh you can email us movie council pod at gmail.com and make sure you rate review the podcast helps us out we appreciate it and anything you send us we'll uh we'll read it on air and uh, give you mm-hmm. a shout out mm-hmm. so hook us up be anxious. Let's do it, baby. All right. So uh we'll we'll figure out. I'm not sure if we're gonna be coming back next week. We gotta come up with a plan. I don't know. That was the plan, AJ. All right. So uh <laughs> for myself, for you were gonna kill me. That was the plan. <laughs> you guys <laughs> enjoy your week. We'll talk to you soon. Good night. Love you. Good night. Night night. The food doesn't come out. <laughs> the movie council is adjourned.